narrative is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative. you were going to tell us a little bit about something else that is disturbing that's sort of coming out of that same world where, uh, you know, it's just an incredible movement, even a sh- like a shadowy movement of some sort that is out there on the internet right now, exposing people's private addresses and their faces and uh, basically trying to overturn the election through intimidation. Yeah, well, I mean, you probably read about the, um, in Michigan, there, you know, Michigan Secretary of State, AG, Governor, they've all been, they're all women, by the way, and they've all been doxxed. They've had, you know, they've been, their their homes have been surrounded by, you know, armed, armed people. And um, Chris Krebs, you know, our, uh, national, national uh, cyber guy who just got fired by Trump for saying that the election was secure, is... Um, He's among a number of people who are dozens of people, actually, I just saw it, who are on a private uh, a site that keeps getting knocked off the Internet and then put back up with the faces of, the, of these elected officials behind targets and their home addresses. Yeah, he has an example of uh, actually Krebs' Krebs's, uh, uh, Krebs's, Krebs's lawyer is they're suing, they're suing, I mean, and, and, you know, you've got, but it's that, that keeps coming up. And, you know, I've got a cyber security guy who's looking into it and reporting it, reporting it to the FBI every time it comes up. It, it's what he said is whack-a-mole. They, they mm. knock it off and then it comes up somewhere else. Um, he says it, it, it you know, it, it bears some hallmarks to, to, to uh, identifying to, to origin in Russia or the Ukraine, but he's not sure. Um, you know, that he said it's, it's onioned, it's layered and layered and layered. So who, who's putting this out there? But the point is that these people are, are fomenting real violence and that's banana Republic stuff too, Zev. Mm, I mean, that, that is, you know, we've got yeah. El Jefe right. might not win the courts, but he's got people, he's got, you know, armed people running around this country who are being incited to shoot and kill elected officials and techs who worked on the election machines. Yeah, I mean, this... You know, I mean, uh, guy in pleading for them to stop doing this. And the Republican Party, in signing that petition and in refusing to acknowledge the election, they're in league with these people. It's unbelievable. Yes. The Republican... It is time to start talking about not banning the Republican Party, but something needs to be done. It's not the, it's, this is, you can't have a political party in league with these armed, threatening people. I'm, it, it just can't be. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, and I don't know, you know, I, I don't know what the, what the FBI, I mean, you know, you have, in this country, you have the right to carry, in many of these states, you have the right to carry arms openly, and you have a, the right in, you know, inherently to menace people who aren't carrying guns, and law enforcement is doing nothing about it on the ground. The FBI maybe is getting called in on these on this kind of a website, 
Oh, I see you've put it up. I mean, that's yeah, one of one of dozens. I mean, there there's dozens just say, of, I, of. I should read this out. Like just if you don't mind. I mean, let me let me just read out the bottom part here, because other people can make it out. This is the former director of CISA. So this is a government official that is a national security position that was defending our election against foreign interference. That he's got a, a target on his face. He was mean, a Trump. He, yeah. he, right. It's not yeah. a Democrat. Yeah, absolutely. A Trump appointee. And it says Trump was right to fire him and should have done so sooner. He is part of the plot to fraudulently elect Biden. Even Trump's own lawyer said he should be executed. I mean, this is, you know, it's calling for people to execute the, the former government official who was in charge of a national security position defending America. It's crazy. So Frank Fugliuzzi was on MSNBC, I believe, last night comparing what's going on right now to the end of a cult. And this is a very yeah. worrisome and I think very accurate statement. He says, you know, what happens, we're getting to a place where this is like the end of a cult. And when a cult where its leaders realize that it, their, their adherents are going to recognize that the story they've told them does not meet reality and reality is about to come in. And that reality can come in in the form of the ATF and the FBI or some other event or the lack of an event that the world's not going to end that very often those cult leaders force a violent end. And we're actually... Yeah, but but this son of a bitch Trump, you know, sat there in the third, in the second debate with with Biden and and said, "I'm asking for the Proud Boys." Mm -hmm. You know, uh, that stand back and stand by group. Stand back and stand by, and you know, this was this has been the plan for a while is to have is to get get these guys, you know, ramped up, and this is the soul of the charge of sedition. Mm -hmm. Sedition is not just a felony if it works and people die and you and you shoot the the incoming president. It, sedition is a felony if you try it, right. because yeah. if you're from a position of power, and and this is in in the Fourteenth Amendment, Clause Three, if you're an elected official and you try and overthrow this government, and I got a Bill Pascrell from New Jersey, um, he's with you, Greg, because he's like enough of this crap right now. Enough mm -hmm. of this. It is time to hit back. It is time to get this done, get this country on on track. And, and we cannot be nice to violent people. That's the whole point of the police. That is the whole point mm -hmm. of the rule of law is when people say they want to kill you and hurt your children. No, you, you hurt them back and you, and you put them away. Maybe you kill them. Maybe you put them in prison. These are rough things, but these are rough times. And that is what law is for. The, the sanctity of the state is at its last the, the 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 last bastion is violence. Unfortunately, that's what mm -hmm. law is undergirded by. Yeah, and when absolutely. people come for the republic, there 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 sometimes is violence. And if there isn't, or if you're not willing to do it, and that's the kind of soul that they're trying to get at is like, oh well, we got to take this back. You're not trying to take us back. You're you're trying to take us away from democracy. And so if you try that, we got to stop you. You cannot say that this election doesn't count because we don't like it and maybe we'll have people shoot you. You can't. We cannot wait for you to start shooting senators. If you start that, we put you away. And that needs to happen. And Pascal is saying, anybody who is standing up for this sedition, do not let them be seated in the next Congress. And that's mm -hmm. the kind of stuff I think we got to do. Yeah. Well, but in a normal, in, you know, if this was any anywhere near a normal uh, administration, can you imagine? I mean, the attorney general and the FBI, the head of the FBI, and and you know, the leaders of Congress would be holding press conferences and talking about this. 
Absolutely. they're not. Mm-hmm. Not a word. And, and mm-hmm. it's, in fact, the Republican supporters of Trump in Congress are silent on this. That's exactly right. They're in fact, in the, uh, they're a dangerous political party. They are dangerous. In, in other countries, I think that they would be outlawed. I really do. We can't so do that. The lawyer here. for for uh, Krebs, Jim Walden. Sorry about the jumping all over you. I think you are in a delay, and I am missing some of uh, matching your your uh, t- your t- your pacing there. But the lawyer for um, for uh, Krebs, uh, Jim Walden, said if um, if anyone needs to be reminded that public calls for violence beget violence, this is the clarion call. If blood is spilled, it is on the hands of the president, his campaign, his lawyers, and the silent Republicans standing in the president's shadow. Certainly seems to bear, bear out what you guys are saying. Can we also, by the way, uh, blame the cops a little bit? Because I don't think they're doing yeah. the job properly. Mm-hmm. You know, the, they, they this is now months ago when these fuckers mm-hmm. brought their AKs to the to the state house in Michigan. The mm-hmm. cops are all gentle with them. You know, if it's an unarmed black man selling loose cigarettes, he'd be dead. But a guy with an actual gun going there to stir up violence, the cops just basically don't give a shit, right? And the Rittenhouse thing... But a hundred or or 500. The police union thing has to be solved because there's something strange going on with police unions. Like, how can you not want to these people to go home? Like, it's that's basic cop stuff, it seems to me. The job is to is to keep everybody safe. So having a bunch of dudes hanging out with, like, assault weapons is probably not going to accomplish that. Um... It's just pathetic. So I know that we don't, we, we, you know, we don't want to give voice to the whole defund the police thing because of the semantics. But we really have to rethink that aspect of it too, because it's the, what's what's happening. I mean, I I feel like you know, maybe they're okay in Michigan and they're protecting her. I, I don't know if who is doing the security there, but. Um, mm-hmm. It's insane to me. Every time there's like a bunch of white people heavily armed, everybody's fine. Every time there's unarmed people of color protesting anything, that's when the cops start putting with the tear gas and the rubber bullets Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. You're either going to be a cop or you're going to be a a Gestapo. And if you're going to be a Gestapo, then maybe you shouldn't have any funding and you should go find another fucking job. Yeah, the police need to to serve the communities. They can't serve whomever bosses are paying them whatever money is coming through their their ranks. By the way, you mentioned that it might be of Russian origin, Nina. There is, uh, you know, people who who do this kind of stuff on the web uh, who point out that the sister's side or the brother's side to the uh, site you were talking about. I don't want to give out their name because they don't deserve the publicity. But yeah. their, their sister's site was uh, registered to a Yandex, um, to a Yandex address, which is basically Russian. Basically Russian. Um, so, you know, and when you look at the actual site itself, there's so much detail. I mean, what I've blacked out, you couldn't really tell what was underneath it. But there's, you know, there's satellite images of people's homes. There's addresses. Yeah. There's a lot of detail that is just... I don't know if if an average little you know yeah. homegrown group is going to come up with that. That feels to me like the whole thing is put up by an intelligence yeah. organization because the detail is insane. Yes, much bigger. Mm. Yeah. I like, the, a, I like the yeah. buttons down there for Gab and Vucontacta. Yes, not wrong at all. I saw that. Right? Who uses Vucontact in uh, in uh, in the United States? Nobody, but surely they do in Russia. So the Trump you know, we, campaign had. 
Trump campaign had some vocal factor stuff. Oh, interesting. And there's lots of Yandex connectivity to the whole Trump campaign too. So, yeah, so here we go. You know, we are still in the midst of an attack probably uh, of cyber proportions from the from the Russians. And that's probably going to continue for a while. It's probably not going to go away. What's shocking is that the GOP is so silent about this because these are now mm-hmm. our elected officials. I mean, it's fine that Trump is known, you know, he'll be outgoing. But, you know, the, for there to be people sitting in our Congress and sitting in the Senate, as you're pointing out, uh, Greg, and not saying not speaking out against this that's insane it's not shocking this has been going on for four years i I, when trump got elected four years ago i thought we're gonna make mincemeat of this guy because once republicans know what this guy's up to they're gonna want to get rid of him too because republicans historically are anti you know say what you will about the john birch society but they did not like the russians did they (laughs) now that was the thing that surprised me the most. Oh, they're not going to do anything because they're in on it too. You know, they're part of the the thing. And and we have not done a good job at communicating that. And I think that bore out in the election when people voted for Biden and then voted Republican down ticket or down Mm -hmm. ballot. Um, We have to make that tie and make it clear that these people abetted this monster. And I think, and I've been saying this a lot, um unfortunately with covid by the time biden and harris are in office there's going to be half a million people dead um or we're going to be in that range and the appetite to look at what went wrong and why is going to be i would think high um it's it's no longer going to be a case of oh it's a hoax oh the masks don't do anything blah 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 it's going to be pretty clear that it's real it's undeniably real and Trump made it worse. So when we go and back and look at what he did and what he knew when he knew, what Kushner knew when he knew, why they didn't do anything. This is Trump and Pence and Kushner, all three of them. They're, they're joined together. They should be you know, bound in irons for all eternity, these three. Yeah. This is uh, you know, ICC I stuff. This is I, that's the crimes only against hope humanity. That have, that's the only hope that we have of public opinion uh, people sort of waking up to what is happening mm. and realizing that this isn't your granddad's Republican Party. This isn't Eisenhower stuff anymore. This is bad. You know, it's it's what Nina said. This is if this were in Europe, the party would be outlawed. It, 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 it's, you know, it's un-American. No, I was we don't watching- like to use that word because it's, you know, brings up uh, a- unpleasant associations, but it's true. It's not it was just a- un-American. Okay. It's not American. It's not funded by Americans. Mm-hmm. It's not scripted by Americans. Exactly. It's not American. It's an undemocratic yeah. and un and un-American force. It's certainly influencing our lives. There was a guy on uh, at least a nurse on 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 one of the news channels the other day describing how she was treating someone with COVID in in I think it was Utah or something like that. Um, and the guy refused to believe, firstly, that it, that COVID even existed. He's suffering from it. He's he's in 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 real danger of dying. And then he eventually does die. Uh, of a disease that he did not believe actually existed and did not believe that he had. And he's in the hospital doing that. And that is how big the gulf is between, you know, the two realities that we're living with here. It's like, there are people well, who just don't accept it. Cycle. He's been living in that misinformation cell and listening to Trump and, oh, it's just the flu. Yeah. It's just the flu. The flu kills so many people. You know, it's just not, not that much different from the flu. I mean, that's what he's been doing all along. But he's to, in an ICU to, uh, with people dying all around him. To, well, yeah, I mean, to, but to Greg's point, I mean, you know, there is this whole discussion, I think, going on in the Democratic, uh, you know, the Biden camp about whether 
you know, how much do they go after this, you know, the, the origins of this disaster? Mm. And if you go back to Obama in 08, you know, I mean, remember what he lent, what they landed, what they hand, what the Republicans handed Obama. You know, it's the same thing. They've handed, are, am I on a tape delay still? Yes. No, I, uh, uh, I think you're okay, but I, we lost Eric. So. Same, they handed him this, they handed over a, a shambles, a disaster. And, and, and Obama, it, it, they made the decision not to investigate the Iraq war, which was built on lies and bullshit, and which the, which the Brits actually did run an, an investigation into and got the Chilcot report and named names. Well, we should have been doing that here, and they didn't. But they didn't hold anybody to account. And I think not holding anybody to account, well, it really caused some problems. I think it got you Trump in the end because you didn't call, you didn't hold to account the, you know, everybody knew they got completely shafted with the with the uh, economic with the with the crash, and it wasn't explained to people in the Midwest that it wasn't Obama, that it was you know this this disaster that blood and treasure wasted on a on a ridiculous not a ridiculous a disastrous folly of a fucking war mm -hmm. and they didn't they didn't explain that they didn't hold you know hold open hearings and have people come in so now they're having the same conversation it's the same people mm -hmm. biden and the rest of them and i think they're having this conversation saying well we're probably just going to have to heal we're going to have to move forward and especially with the situation as it is now, where you have 70 million people who are persuaded that their election was stolen from them, and you have armed maniacs in their, at their disposal, that they yeah. don't want to now take Trump and put him and Trump in the regime and put it in the dock, because that's exactly what these people expect them to do. They expect now, because they always expected that Obama was going to, I mean, they were fed this bullshit during the Obama years, that Obama was going to put them in FEMA camps and that they're, you know, that if they lost, they were going to lose everything. They, they believe that now. They believe that the socialists are taking over. And if they put Trump in the dock, so they're in a, they're in a, they're in a position that, I, I don't know, I mean, smarter people than I hopefully are trying to figure it out. I don't, I, I agree that they should be in the dock and that it should be aired out and they should hold them, they should hold hearings every single day. But, you know, again, also, do they have the spine? Does mm. do Pelosi and Schumer, and, and, you know, could they pull that off with Biden and, you know, let's say the Senate remains Republican, could Pelosi and Biden pull off something like that in Washington and really really hold hearings. Well, I mean, um, the hearings it, have to happen, right? They have to happen. Well, you've got Tish James in New York, who is mm -hmm. going to take them, and, and, yeah. and maybe Sidehouse. They are going to take them to court. But it's not the same as what you're talking about, which is this, the, the, this epic government malpractice that we witnessed. Oops. Oh, and it happened so fast, and there's been so much disaster after disaster and so much what the fuck going on every day that we can't even com comprehend it. I mean, you have to watch Totally Under totally under Control, the Alex Gibney documentary, just to see it encapsulated in what they did with the, with the COVID situation yeah. and how yeah. they said, oh, well, let's just use this shock doctrine. Let's just use this as, a, as an opportunity to, to let our, to privatize everything, you know? Fuck the National Defense Production Act. Let's just give the business to our to six giant health companies. 
and, and, and no contracts, no bid contracts. It's all illegal, all of it. And, and who's the profiteering, go back the profiteering that happened. And they're profiteering. They're, that so was, terrible. Well, that's what they, did. they saw it as an opportunity. Almost mm-hmm. immediately, they saw it as an opportunity to make money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of the and, biggest and, human uh, crimes in history, I think. Um, absolutely. So it needs to be. Absolutely. It needs to be aired out, and we certainly need to know the truth. I mean, you know, but COVID so to me is, is almost the greatest good? human crimes. So was the Iraq War one of the great yeah. human crimes in history? Exactly. Heat crimes in human history, and again, we're not digging into that. We don't. It, the way of this country is not to dig into anything. You know, Ob- Obama didn't do it. That was a failure. Uh, Ford pardoned Nixon. That was a failure. Well, but the church uh, committee you, and the church committee and the CIA. Right, and then the what happened? And then we Nixon all, and a lot of the guys got away with stuff. You go back through time. It's it, it it keeps going to the to the Civil War when when we let the Confederates who were traitors, literally traitors, off the hook basically after the Civil War because Lincoln was dead. Johnson didn't do anything. So this is what we do in this country. We don't look back. We don't examine. We don't, we just turn the page. We're moving forward and we never learn. And we keep repeating the same and, and paying for the same sins that we have yet to atone from. Um, and I think that maybe I'm just being hopeful, but um, I think that the appetite is going to be greater to investigate and bring down Trump than it was with even with Bush and Cheney, it, it's more of a thing that that affects people in the country than the war in Iraq does. Not that I'm not minimizing that. It's awful, preventable, stupid, colossal waste of money and resources and just a sad, horrible thing. But this is this disease penetrates so many different people, including the guys that deny they have it while they're dying of it and this and that, um, that I think there will be appetite for it. But the other piece is... We can't, you know, if you're talking about counterintelligence, which I, I don't like that word because it kind of makes my, my, my head you know, count. What does that mean? It means anti-intelligence. It means we're dumb. Like all that means is like going after the spies who are trying to, um, you know, do stuff for hostile foreign governments. And how can Trump and Kushner just go scot-free and not be major national security threats to the United States? They can't. It's 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 really at this point, apart from all else, it's a huge national security concern. Mm-hmm. Those two especially need to be in prison in a in one of the holes where they do not communicate ever again with the outside world. And the next time we hear from them is twenty years from now. At, uh, we read an obit that they're dead, and that's it. We need to we need to but put that, them. That's if, not if likely to happen. And that's just not likely to happen. It has to happen. Well, they I mean, we Trump can argue can't, that, but Trump it's... can't wander around on his own network spew telling you. Don't think Trump, who's a billion dollars in debt, is going to just give secrets away for money? Of course he is. Kushner course he is, is probably already doing it. There's an investigation into the whole Qatari thing where he He's basically been doing went, he first, been doing it. The Qatari thing. He demanded the blockade. He pushed for the blockade. When they gave him money for his fucking building, he stopped it. That mm-hmm. is espionage. That is a capital crime. That is a and capital. There's much, more, there's much more of what, what he I did know. with MBS. There's much more. Oh, there's tons that more than that. It is, is a capital crime. We can't have this little motherfucker running around just but giving there be US presidents years. committing crimes or people there committing crimes for presidents since this dawn. This is the dawn of our country. So I mean, it's not like you. You know, it's just the way. It's this has been far more open and far more egregious. But you know, that's what sort of what 
presidents sometimes have to do is do things that are somewhat illegal. Um, no, 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 no. You're you're mixing up two different things. Yeah. But the whole idea that you're not supposed to prosecute the president mm-hmm. comes from the fact that because the person is the president, they might have to do things that are morally weird. Like, for example, if George W. Bush was not the president, he would not have presided over the Iraq war. He wouldn't be in Texas being like, I'm at the baseball game and I'm bored. Let's go invade Iraq. You know, he did that because he was the president. So therefore, because he's the president, he should be indemnified from decisions that he made in the national interest. I don't agree with the decisions, but that's the logic behind it. It does not mean you can go in there and just use and exploit the office for profit. It's written into the founding documents. You're not allowed to do this. And people don't. I mean, if you go back and look, there are very few scandals where presidents are taking money and oh. doing bribing, and this is very few in the Listen, history. I'll bring LB in here because he's just joining us. Hi, LB. But I also I did want to talk about the intelligence. <laughs> intelligence groups do this all the time. <laughs> intelligence groups break the law all the time. That's what they do, right? They they go and they do their thing. So uh, you know they 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 partner up with organized crimes around the world. They commit crimes. So what's so on? You know, it's you can't. This guy's been terrible. No, he's been egregious. No. He's been awful. No. All right. Hi, LB. How are you? <laughs> Good. Nice to see you. I was I was in the chat room. Thank yeah. you. It's good to see you guys. I was in the chat because I wasn't. I was so. Oh, I had such a crazy day of work. I was like, Zev, I can't. I, I my brain is mush. I can't do it. But I I wanted to be there to listen to you guys. And it's always fun to be in the chat. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking at the chat too. Um, oh my god, our followers are amazing. They are. We amazing. just love you guys. Yeah. Really, really, truly love you guys. It's amazing. But also because I, I don't like not being on with Nina. It's like I'm I'm the solo girl, and then <laughs> except for Nina, so um, oh, then I was like, I, I gotta get in there with I'm Nina. Sorry. I'm so glad you got yeah. on. I'm gonna have to go up pretty soon though. I've been I did an interview for an hour before I got on this, so I've been uh, I've been zooming yeah. for a long time. I need my I, know. I need my it's dinner. <laughs> Everyone's hungry. <laughs> I need to make the dinner too. Although I yeah, see the, the flyer, I see the, your flyer side, aren't you? I, I'm in my flyer side spot because it's yeah. winter, so the right. sun goes down early. Poor thing. And I can be there because the because the sun's not coming in from behind. Okay, okay. I, I'm in my bedroom, everybody. It's a, a very nice bedroom. It's it's the only place where the teenager, you know, I don't want to upset the flow of my household. With work because you know they get to they you know they're quarantined here it sucks right yeah. so um, anyway oh, okay okay you were talking about criming and presidents right yeah what's All your right. thoughts this, mo- us, this motherfucker is going to prison that is my thought <laughs> I don't give a fuck I don't care this is where we really can. Our voices will make a difference. I, mm. I'm telling you guys, they will. And half a million dead Americans are making a difference. This isn't anything like Richard Nixon um, or any of the other, you know, or George Bush. That was awful, that that war, those mm. wars, right, that that guy fucking got us into. And, and the economic collapse. And the economic collapse, right? And just this sort of lack of understanding that the government is for the people and to make sure we're fucking okay, right? The thing about Bush that I just want to talk about this for a little bit because 
I've never actually been able to share this. And it's something that, um, that Unc said to me, right? Years ago. And he's like, well, the pro there was many problems. There were many problems right, with that, with those wars, you're getting into that war. But the biggest thing, if you remember for me and for him, what he said to me was, it's the first time we put the war on a war on credit. Mm, interesting. We never asked the American people to make a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't a shared sacrifice. It wasn't like we're going to, except for our, uh, you know, our kids, our, our, our husbands and wives and sons and daughters and, and friends that we sent over to fight in the war, the Americans didn't, uh, the civilian America did not participate mm -hmm. in that war effort, nor were they asked to sacrifice anything for that. It was just put on a fucking credit card. Mm -hmm. And what were we told to do? We were told, go shop. Remember that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When, yeah, when America took it, what should we do to help with this war effort? Literally what was said to us, go shop. Mm -hmm. Don't let the economy fall apart for this. Well, actually, the economy is supposed to take a hit for a war because we're all supposed to feel it. We're all supposed to constantly have a measurement in our daily lives that says, is this sacrifice worth it? Are we gaining anything that's worth it? World War II, worth it. <laughs> we got it. Everybody got it. And everyone participated in that war effort. Um, not so with this now 12-year war. And that mistake, that was that was a huge mistake. There were Rumsfeld should have been fucking in jail. I'm sorry. There was shit that went down that was awful and all of that. And Greg is right. We as Americans, we allow the next administration to come in and say, let's just turn the page. Let's get done with that nightmare and let's move on. Okay. Here's where it's different. And with Obama. It happened in 2008 because something monumental was also happening with that election by electing him. He, mm -hmm. there, was, there was a big thing that happened for us in our maturation, in our growth as a nation by electing Barack Obama. And there was real triage that he had to get into and do that had that actually was, if you really roll back, it was connected to the fucking war on credit and the massive deficits and the and where the economy is going and all these default swaps and all this corruption that was allowed to just run rampant in Wall Street, much of it run by criminal syndicates. I'm sorry, Bear Stearns was a fucking criminal front. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. guys, it was. It was. That's why they let that. That's what they let that fucking thing go off the side of the cliff. Right? But so That's is Deutsche, so is Kirkland, so he's like, so many. They're all just Absolutely. syndicates. But what is the thing that got Joe in, mm -hmm. right? And there'll be a political revelation, I believe, if it hasn't already happened by those who we elected in power. The thing that got him in really was that America said, we cannot stand for this man anymore. He won by a massive margin. It was a huge mandate. Yes, there are tens upon tens of millions of Americans who are still really believe in Trump and they really are in that propaganda silo, that stuff that Nina keeps saying, it's real. It's real, you don't need Russia anymore. We're, mm -hmm. this, is our, this is our disease and we gotta deal with it, right? Well, the way you deal with that 
is to bring all the facts to light so that people aren't still, so they can't negotiate themselves around the the information that's out there. They can't be in their silo. Their information silo needs to collapse on them. Now, there's a lot of people to hold accountable for that. This is a very complex thing that we're heading into. And on top of that, another thing that you guys brought up, this was such a great show, by the way, to watch in the audience, because you guys were amazing. And you're hitting all these amazing points. For me, I was like, oh, oh it's exciting. Um, but the other big thing that you talked about early on that is also part of this is what Frank Fagluzzi was bringing up when mm. you guys addressed that of, look, it's a cult. It's in the it's the end game for the cult. They're going to be forced to materialize the reality that they have sold themselves on being because the cognitive dissonance it's it's we're at that point where it's just crashing, crashing, crashing um, that the silo that they're in. Yes, there's a left silo. Sure, Nina. But really, we're. We're not in a silo. No, we're, <laughs> we're not. not. I don't think we're. I we're never not. thought we were. You're not in a silo. We're not in a silo. We're out there with the fucking reality of what's going on. The mm -hmm. silo and the bubble really does exist in the Trump cult and the people who have been profiteering off of that, including elected officials, who are willing to just be seditious traitors because what do they fucking care? It's all been a con for them from the beginning. These people never read the Constitution. They never took a civics class. They don't. I don't think Kevin McCarthy knows that he's... <laughs> being seditious. I don't think he knows what that means. I think he's a fucking moron. Okay. So it's the same with the evangelicals, by the way, you guys, they don't read the Bible. They haven't read it. They don't know what's in it. They don't even know what it is. They don't care. They just grab onto sound bites and they go, they listen to their preachers. If they even bother to listen to preaching, uh, but the rest of them just say they're evangelicals or they're white or they're Christians because that's an identity thing for them that they've gotten from right-wing media. They're just, they're just, Awful. We do have awful Americans and a lot of idiocy. Fine. Right? They're in this bubble. Fine. It's starting to crash against reality in a big way because, you know, he lost the Supreme Court. This horse, it's all horse shit. This guy is a con bullshitter. The whole thing is a house of cards of bullshit. And it's going to come crashing down on these people and they are going to get violent. So the one thing I want to bring mm -hmm. into that conversation, not to just only come on here to review the whole podcast you guys already did <laughs> but to add into this that also understand in our call and we need to call for it and we need to press for it constantly 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 on all of our platforms that yes you need to look into the crimes i want to know about jared kushner and what he did with covid profiteering i want to know about donald mm -hmm. trump and what he might have done mm -hmm. with covid profiteering i want to know what mm -hmm. happened to jamal khashoggi there's an amazing documentary coming out about all that oh, it's gonna it's gonna it's going to blow people's fucking minds. I'm telling you, it's going to, it's going to freak people the fuck out. Okay. So all this shit, these, it's all coming forward. My people, Nina's people, Greg's people, Zev's people, we are all going to keep bringing this out, pushing it, using our platforms, you know, going big, going for film and television, going for big shit. We are, we're doing it. It's going to happen. And we're going to keep pressing our, uh, Joe and, Kamala to do the right thing and our elected officials to hold them accountable. Nancy Pelosi has not been doing it. I'm sorry. She's amazing, but she has not been doing it. We need public hearings. We need this shit to go down. Remember with all of that, you guys, this is the one thing I want to say. Remember that Joe and Kamala now have also been able to see, as has Nancy Pelosi and the Gang of Eight, what the FBI, 
has been trying to say and tell us about mm. and what people like us have been saying about how just under the surface of this MAGA thing is a violent terror network of radicalized citizens and militias that is unlike anything we have ever been up against before. If you go, what used to be Gab, I would go in there and I'd look at that. I'd go in those right, far right forums and now that's center right. It's the Republican party now, full stop. There's no other, it, it, it's not fringe anymore. It's the, it's the core of the party. You go in there and you look at what people are saying and these motherfucking people have been radicalized beyond anything you could ever imagine. Yes, Americans are radicalizing other Americans and they're participating in it. Yes, they had a lot of foreign help in setting up this radicalization network and these algorithms and this messaging. It's really, really bad. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to let you know that our new leadership now has their eyes on that. So if they're putting out a message of calm and healing, it's because they're also looking at threats. Sure. And for the first time ever, really, truly, for the first time ever in this nation, our domestic threats are far outweigh, far outweigh mm -hmm. any mm -hmm. of our international threats. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. They they so, do or they appear to because I mean sometimes I feel like there's a lot of fire is not fucking around with this. Mm. He, they are not fucking around. I'm not a huge Chris Ray fan. Everybody who's followed me a long time knows that. Mm. I'm telling you, for that guy to be raising the flag as consistently as yeah. he has raised the flag mm. in testimony in front mm. of Senate and Congress means it's a big fucking deal. It's a big fucking fight. The FBI has been aware of this for a long time, and they haven't done anything yeah. about it. And to Greg's point earlier, oh, you don't know that they, the local cops that. are not doing anything. And that's different. no, the FBI, the FBI has been aware of it. I understand it, but there, there is a there is a lot of evidence that this has been going on for a long time. I know that there are people, there are good people out there watching it, but it hasn't been taken quite as seriously as the Muslim threat for a long, long time while this was growing and growing. And, you know, uh, where's the Truth and Re the Truth and Reconciliation Commission that Greg's talking about or whatever it's going to be, some kind of some kind of hearings or or being called to account other than uh, Tish James, you know, sort of a national look at COVID and what they did, how they profiteered off of COVID, you know, in this milieu. How are they going to pull that off? I don't understand it. Uh, you know, I mean, I think what you, one thing you're leaving out about the COVID profiteering and looking at it is, you know, Washington Post, New York Times, American Oversight, all of these organizations are foying the hell out of the government right now to find out what they did with that Operation Airbridge and mm. and and what are you know the Kushner the Kushner hands off hundreds of millions of dollars. And it probably yeah. goes into the vaccine. It probably goes into the vaccine business as well. Sure. So who who is going to who is going? To, it's are we leaving it to the to the Washington Post. The Washington Post. I'm writing. I'm writing about this it's, right now. And the Washington Post has foiled this stuff. They foiled it, and it's not. You know, this has been months. They may never get it out. Mm. I have to go too. Yeah, I know. We all. Well, okay, great everybody now. has to go. Okay, there's Greg. He's back. Okay, so let me say this, Nina. I yeah. can't wait for. I can't. For, I, you guys should be on the show together, the two of you. 
If you're not familiar with Nina's work, and I'm not just saying this because I love her. If you're not familiar with Nina's, Nina's work outside of seeing her on narrative, because the narrative audience also, you know, it, they're very well informed, but, you know, they can't they can't read and see everything, <laughs> you know, as, as great as they are. You really, you really need to look at her work. It's, incre- you know, so I'm very excited, Nina. You're the right person. Well, I'm working person. on a book about that. It'll be out okay, in, you're in the right. June. And you have a book out right now as well, which everyone needs to read as well. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully Hopefully we won't have to talk about them again after the 21st of January. I I hope not. Read it now. But read it now. Okay, so, but I want to say this. So, Zev, I'll just tease a little something that I brought to Zev a little bit ago that actually I was working on. I give it to another news outlet just because they were were in the story already. And they're, you know, you know how slow it is. And I'm like, okay, I'm not waiting for you anymore. Um, so I talked to Zev. So this is v- open information, but no one's bothered to really dig and look into it. <laughs> um, Blackwater started training our police forces mm. in 2010. Mm-hmm. They started going in with the contracts because uh, uh, on the state and even a more lo- sort of local or city level, state of Oregon, city of Lexington, Kentucky, city of New York City. <laughs> It's amazing. It's an amazing map of all map. of these places wow. that that started to um, uh, in in um, where George Floyd was. Right. It's an amazing map if you look at it of the the principalities and the uh, and even the states that brought Blackwater in. Um, it wasn't a lot of money for Blackwater for Eric Prince at the time. It wasn't a big part of his business, but they kept growing and growing it because radicalizing they were the police forces. Well, well, that's the that's the question because the police forces were buying up military equipment, mm-hmm. and they needed training on this equipment, and so they brought in the mercenary force now at the time to train them. Mm-hmm. So at the time, you know, and they started training in police tactics across the board. Right. You watch that. Remember that that elderly man that was a protester. I can't remember where it was. I'm so sorry, you guys who who got the police was was marching and he was protesting and they just knocked him down and kept marching over him. And he bled out. I think that was was Minnesota. I thought it was in Minnesota. Buffalo, I thought. I thought that was New York. I thought it was. Yeah, I think it might have been Buffalo. Yeah, Yeah, I thought it was. Okay, so that's the kind of (laughs) that's the kind of that's an that's not. that's not traditional police training. <laughs> and there's some, there's a, I've, I've, t- I've been uh, sort of gathering up sources and talking to folks that, that are from the non-Blackwater regular police training and what that's supposed to look like and what they come in. And then you have the Eric Prince version of police training. Um, and that's where I think we all need to go in. We need to go in and start looking at that because imagine, go back to 2010 and let's circle back to those wars, right? And here come in these special forces guys, right? Police, these young police officers might not know the difference between private military uh, contractors and, you know, and a lot of those guys are former special forces anyway and, and real Marines or something, right? Like current Marines. They're just looking at the Blackwater guys going, oh, these are our heroes Mm -hmm. these are our soldiers right imagine the bonding that happens in that now the Mm -hmm. information i'm interested in and imagine the power that eric prince and his men had to influence the culture and psychology of these police forces that they were training Mm -hmm. and what i'm really interested in and no one's done this work yet 
um, is, tr is finding out how many former Blackwater folks are now police officers and okay. where are they? Because I know they found, they formed a brotherhood. They formed a brotherhood. That is and so interesting. And that's what we're seeing. That's part of what we're seeing. And now Eric Prince has just signed a contract to work with the Wagner Group, which is basically Putin's mercenary group. So, yeah, yeah, so it's not yeah. very, very easy to see how these they guys connect. Killed journalists. They killed journalists. Yeah. 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 And that is not the happiest note to leave the show, but we are going to leave the show tonight. Uh, LB, <laughs> it's great to see th thank you for joining. I really appreciate you coming in at the end there. Greg, thank you for so being here. Uh, check out Prevail, uh, the substack that Greg does. And Nina Burley, thank you so much. And the book is called Trump Women. And that's been our show live from the uh, Banana Republic of Trump America. like you support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative.